episode 126, SLP Hacks featuring Marie Murataya. Hi, and welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And today we are joined by Marie from Thanks Morris on Instagram. Hi, Marie. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. I love your feed. I, uh, before we get into that, uh, let's chat about what everyone is drinking. Let's start with our guest. Marie, what do you have? I am drinking a, um, it's a Pinot Noir. It's the Mayomi Pinot Noir. Mm. Uh, that's probably one of my favorites. And that was the only bottle in my cabinet. So I opened it up. <laughs> can't go wrong with Pinot Noir. No, you can't. Maria, what do you have? And I have a Sauvignon Blanc. It's a Marlboro and it's from New Zealand and it's got little sheep on it. It's cute, but hmm. it's very light for me. I, you know, I, when I bought this, the later lady told me I would like it more than the Kim Crawford one. And you know what? I disagree with her. So now I'm just going to go back, buy more wine and just let her know my thoughts about it. But, well, that's know, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to finish it. Obviously it's still good. And I paired it with provolone cheese and strawberries. Very nice. So do you vote drink it or sink it? I'm going to vote drink it. You know, I feel like now with this podcast, my palate is way more sophisticated. So it is light and nice. So I like it for the summer, but you know, I still have my preferences, but it's, it's good. I would vote drink it. And then Marie, I forgot to ask you, do you vote drink it or sink it on your wine? Oh, for sure. Drink it. Good. <laughs> Good one. So. Yeah. Um, and then I am being real spicy this evening. I have got a, um, a Yeti filled with water and ice and then a container filled of um, cr- uh, craisins. So I'm, I'm really going wild. This, I am I am still pregnant, even though this it will air in the future. I might have a baby by the time this Aww. airs. But um, yeah, so I'm sticking to my just uh, aqua hydration. But Go cheers to that. you guys. Yes, cheers. Cheers, <laughs> cheers Maria Maria. Oh, yes. yeah, look at that. <laughs> cheers. All the cool ones start with M. Yes. <laughs> so uh, today we're chatting about SLP hacks. Not like the comedians who are hacks who tell bad jokes. These are hacks that make your life better. I so, like that. yeah, yeah. Because every time I hear the word hack, I know it's a popular word on the internet. But in comedy, you don't want to be a hack. But in life, you would like hacks. So it could be confusing. Yeah. The more hacks, the better for life but not for comedy. I see what you did there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just want to make sure we say that right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so yeah, being an SLP, it's a tough job. Uh, Marie, have you ever struggled with getting it all done? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like this is my week back after spring break too. So I feel like right now I'm kind of like, oh, I have to find this groove again. Um, because I've set pretty good boundaries for myself now, you know, I'm four years post-graduation. So at this point, I'm like, I am not taking a stitch of work home. You know, I, I remember my CF year, I probably took a couple of report, reports home over break. Um, mm-hmm. I don't recommend that. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, I came back in like, oh, there's a lot going on. Um, so yeah, I, I've definitely struggled with that. 
Um, yeah, especially in the beginning of your career, it's it's impossible to not struggle with everything to get it all done. I find my CFs like um, lately. It, well, we are pretty far into the year, but I find that clinically they're doing quite well, and report writing they're doing quite well. But then just like holistically, whole picture, it's just like. It's a lot. It's a huge weight on um, a person right out of school. Right. Definitely. I remember when I was a CF, I would go in earlier. And for me, that was better because I didn't feel like I was working so late. I was there earlier and that was a good hack, a good tip. You know, <laughs> you need, you need to find a way to add more time, but it was easier for me to add time before work. So when work was out, I was like, hey walking out of there like a free bird so that's I liked that feeling yeah but, um, that was my hack what about you Maria what are some SLP hacks for the administrative side of SLP of speech pathology yeah I think and and definitely during my CF the time management piece of getting all the paperwork done and scheduling IEP meetings and scheduling the kids and stuff was uh, a lot harder I think now a big hack is voice when you need some help so you can get those things done because I know as a school-based SLP you know we do have paperwork that you know and deadlines I think is the biggest thing it's like it's it's hard to say you know it'll all get done because you know people will tell me that my boyfriend will be like well don't worry it'll all get down I'm like well it has to be done by March 30th so <laughs> you know I know it will but yeah. there has to be you know so to balance that out um and to try and not, you know, take work home and not work through my lunch and things like that. I've, I've basically, I've come up with different systems, you know, first and foremost, ask when you need support. If there's not support available right away, keep asking, but also know where you can, you know, one of my things is I'm, the way I can serve as kids is a little bit more fluid in that, um, you know, I have to see kids a certain amount of days in a year. And ah. so, and that's, uh, you know, I'm allowed to write my services that way. And sometimes um, I know districts will let you write them, you know, monthly um, versus weekly or things like that. So just kind of take every week, maybe I'll evaluate, okay, where can I, you know, maybe skip a session here and then hold it before the end of the week. But I know I need to get that paperwork done. Um, I, I tend to procrastinate. It yes, tends, me too. It tends to work sometimes in my favor. Yeah. And I haven't, I used to be really hard on myself about procrastination. And I think I've learned it's kind of how I function and it, it does get done. Um, but I, you know, I do sometimes sit at the beginning of my week, evaluate the paperwork on a week by week basis. I'm not the SLP that can get it evaluate. You know, I can't look at a whole month and be like, okay, I know exactly when all these reports will get done by. Yeah, no. yeah, no, I, it's a week by week thing. So I think just making sure you, you take that time to kind of schedule things out and just understand that it's okay to miss a session. If you know, you can make that session up again, that's probably a really easy, a much easier thing for a school-based SLP to do. So of course I'm saying that with that perspective, mm -hmm. um, but, but it's like finding the flexibility in your job yeah. and schedule. So really that's the point that you're making. So like, yeah. so instead of looking at everything as like an overwhelming workload, you can examine what you have to work with and what is flexible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I procrastinate. Oh, 
So oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying I procrastinate. So, and then, yeah, what were you saying, Maria? And I said, sometimes if kids are absent, you know, like you could use that half hour session to just like run and work on a evaluation. You know, sometimes like I got to cut people off, you know, I'm just like, I got to go, I got an IP to write. And that's okay. Because, you know, yep. of course it may seem like I'm being rude to like someone who's trying to talk to me, whether it's like one of the paraprofessionals or the teacher, but it's like, I got to talk to you later. Cause this time right now that I right. have this kid apps, I'm going to use this precious time and I will text yep. you or call you, or we could talk about it. Like as we're walking out of work together or something, you know? Yeah. Just not right now. Right. I always, I tell the teachers we share a pod. So all my preschool teachers, you know, the other day, it was really funny because it was like, as soon as we were all on our gap, like our little gap between the AM and PM sessions, one after the other, and then probably back again for a second round were coming to me because I'm the only SLP. Uh, and at yeah. one point I was like, guys, I have to close my door. I have to get this done. Um, you know, no hard feelings. And at that, you know, another hack, I guess would be, and don't worry, like you said, Maria, you just, you can't worry about if, if you offended somebody at that point, you just kind of have to put your head down and focus on whatever it is that is prioritizing your time in that moment. Um, and that comes with that advocacy again. So. Yeah. You could put that sign on your back that says, please don't talk to me. I have no <laughs> self-control and I will talk to you and get no work done. I see that's like circulating the internet lately. <laughs> I like that one. That's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a humor too. Yeah. 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 Just let everyone down gently. <laughs> um, so I saw on your Instagram feed, you recently had an SLP hack for therapy of using um, a waitressing apron while you're doing your speech. Can you guys hear that siren in my background? I heard something. I didn't oh, know okay, it's not that loud. Good. Um, yeah, Brooklyn. Um, so yeah, so Marie, you had that. That was a really cool hack. Um, what are some SLP hacks that you have for the therapy side? Um, definitely that apron. That got so much attention. I don't even realize how <laughs> popular that would get on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think SLPs, we we don't even know it, but we're drawn to anything that like has pockets that we can put oh, little pockets. manipulatives in. We have visuals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Marie, pockets I and have, visuals. I have, <laughs> yeah. a, I have an apron too at my job and I just, we don't wear it because I wear the lanyard, but now <laughs> Marie, you're inspiring me. Um, it's my spring break. So next week when I'm revitalized, I'll think of you. I'm like, this apron is cool. Marie is go. wearing it. <laughs> I I love it. Honestly, I love walking around campus and people are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. You know, preschool SLP. And, um, but no, other than that, I mean, I would say even just, and again, I'm coming from school-based plus I have this preschool perspective. Right. But some of my like, um, biggest hacks are enthusiasm, you know, because I think, Working with preschoolers, engagement is so key and and having that really positive communicative relationship is so important. Um, And so when I'm enthusiastic about things that, you know, might be difficult for them, you know, in terms of communication um, or whatever their goals are that we're working on, um, that's a huge piece. I also, um, I'm a big child, follow the child's lead, child-led therapy um, style. And so I mean, sometimes, you know, I'm, I'll tell like, you know, if I get a new assistant or if I'm talking to a graduate student or a clinical fellow, I'm like, just 
go in there and just play and just, you know, don't put too much pressure on the goals. I know we all have to get data and we have to, you know, write progress reports. And I totally understand, but that will come, you know, the, the progress on the goals will come if you build that relationship and that rapport. So especially going into first, you know, sessions with any child of any age, it's so important to just go in there with like, just the expectation of having fun and leaving smiling and, um, I, you know, I think those are my two biggest things because yeah, I want my kids to be happy. Yeah, for sure. And it kind of, um, it relieves some tension when you're uh, initiating the session to where you're just not like, okay, like, do I have enough things planned or will we get to all of these things that I have planned? Um, and will the child be compliant or will they sit still and listen? It's just like, there's so many things that, um, I would just have run through my head before a session. And if you instead have like, okay, I'm going to go in there enthusiastic and I'm going to follow the child's lead. I'm going to have these objectives in the back of my mind. Um, but this is first and foremost, what I'm going to do. I think that's a, it's a great hack. Yeah. I like that. And also just to, you know, play, don't ever, um, brush away. I don't brush away all skills you can incorporate during play and also the role of modeling right so I say you know the kid who wants to play with the dollhouse and their goal is verbs you can make all the people do the verbs so you're working on the goals exactly if anybody right so you know what you're doing as an SLP you do just uh, yeah and and some SLPs I they're great planners and things do you know they can make it work and they're a lot better even if they have this plan you know they can adapt online which I feel like I can do but um for the most part I'm you know I know the general functional goals we're working towards and the core words and like you said it's like okay you want to do cars today we had a little one today who he he said because we're working on three word utterances and he said I want cars and she was working on a, you know, Easter well, egg. All right then. Thing. Yeah. And she's like, I, my slip was like, I pulled out the cars. I hope that's okay. I'm like, that's it. That's what you do. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Far as it is. <laughs> yeah. That's a great goal too. Three word utterances. So you could incorporate that during so play. Put the so car exactly. in, put him under prepositions, car wash. Yeah. I like to sanitize the kids like they like to sanitize and wipe the car. So we do a car wash. <laughs> well, I think just spraying in general, like is spray. just fun. Like I would have kids spray plants, you know, when we were in school, we are, I'm not in any place right now, but um, yeah, just like giving them the power over yeah. a bottle that projects something is just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's very it. powerful <laughs> speaking of i have but that's my glass. hack oh there you go <laughs> <laughs> all that yeah maria you fill that glass and everyone at home work a spray bottle into your therapy yeah that's a great idea actually i think at target right now they're in the dollar section ah. so I, I don't i was checking out the dollar section the other day so there we go that's perfect great Speaking of Target, Target has a lot of cool like uh, pens and binders and stuff. So what are some SLP hacks for staying organized? Um, I guess there's two different ways about that, about uh, that SLP can go about organizing, right? We have the therapy room and then Mm -hmm. we have our paperwork, um, which I'm really great with organizing my therapy room. I'm very proud of it. Mm-hmm. The, the paperwork, if you, you know, my desk looks neat, but if you open it up, 
I know the method to the madness, but <laughs> nobody else might know, which is okay because only my eyes should be seeing those papers anyways. But right. Um, as far as, you know, the therapy room, one of my favorite things that I learned from another colleague of mine, we made core boxes. So we went to, um, uh, I think I got mine at Costco. You can get like a pack of 12 of those clear boxes that snap the lid kind of snaps shut with a little flap. Mm-hmm. And we have a stop and go box. So there's a bunch of different manipulatives in there for play or for, you know, if I wanted to pull that box for an Artic session um, with language boards and core boards and things like that, maybe sometimes a book is included in there. Um, and I have like 12 different ones, you know, stop and go in and on small and, and big and all those kinds of things that um, it's really cool because you know, again, if I know what the goal is for the child, I can quickly pull that, but it also helps me just kind of keep other things organized too. So I've done this with, you know, I keep all my Easter eggs in one of those bins. I keep my food toys in one of those bins. Um, and then if the child, you know, I can open up, I have it in like one of those big wheel cabinets. So it's mm-hmm. hidden from them. But if we're in at a point where I'm like, what do you want to do? You know, I can just open it up and I have the visuals all on the front of the boxes so they can see exactly what that box is and they know the toys you know if it's the pizza um, game that they want to play I can pull that out of there um, and then also yes Target has amazing colorful bins that I've put all around my speech room <laughs> with different things again they're at the level of the kids with visuals on like taped on or velcroed on to the the bin so they know what's inside, you know, and when they're requesting and things like that, or if we're working on any kind of uh, picture communication, I can easily, you know, be, be indirectly working on that goal without having them, you know, telling them to point to the picture because they're trying to request a toy and things like that. Right. Um, And it also helps for cleaning it up and putting it away. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And categories. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, so many different things I know I probably haven't even thought of them all but it just I will say I do I do feel like I'm able I'm able to clean up my room a lot better now than I was I remember in like my first couple years it was like by the end of the day I was like what is happening where does all this go again but now it's I've got it down to a science um yeah that's great and it's you set the time to do all that and organize that but it's worth it because oh yeah later on you could just Right. Put clean it up, put it away. Right. It stays like that. And it's organizing for the kids too, you know. Yeah. Like they want to do the car wash. There you go. We'll do stop and go during the cars. Like why, mm-hmm. why not? Exactly. Yeah. And it's difficult to function in chaos. So it's very good, I think, to be sure that you have a home for all of your items and that you don't get overwhelmed by external factors such as like mess or disorganization, which could like lead into like a subsequent therapy session. Sure. sure. Yeah. That's a great organization hack. I like that one. I don't, I'm not, I mean, my therapy room was pretty organized, but I really just had one cabinet and that's just where all the games went that I didn't play. <laughs> I have one of those too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, I have two big cabinets and one is never used. Yeah. Yeah. I like to use, so in my, when I'm buying speech materials, I tend to buy things that are crafts and blank. So like paper, 
cardstock, Sharpies, oil pastels. And then I do it with the kid and then I send it away. There you go. I like that. So (laughs) it's like, so it's like, here's a representation of what we have done. This is what you can carry over at home. This is proof that this child attended speech. Um, And this is something that does not remain here. So um, (laughs) goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye thing. Uh, So it's important. I think I love the idea of having the bins and the visuals and all of those core boxes. That's a great, I mean, a core box is a great idea anyway. Yeah. Um, and then, but that might not work for somebody who doesn't have a room. And if you don't have a room, then, you know, kids don't care how well you can draw, draw whatever you can as best you can, and then send them off with it. Exactly. That's my, that's my hack. Do you have anything, Maria? I've been using scrap paper, like, ah, cause I've me, my my coworkers, my SLP roomies, we like to save everything. Uh, like I have like half of a construction paper. So it's like, let's use something. And I had one kid, he's was echolytic, but he kept talking about triangles, triangles. So that was like something he was talking about. I was like, all right, let's cut out some triangles out of uh, this scrap paper. And I had him write a sentence. I like triangles because I'm trying to always get away from the I want. Just we're always working on I want. What about you keep talking about mm-hmm. triangles? So I see you like it. So I had him write it. And I see I'm always I'm moving from IC because he's doing, he did well with IC. So okay, like, yeah. right, if you keep talking about triangles, mm-hmm. let's use that new word. I like it. So he just made like one big triangle and then little triangles within the big one. So it was just a triangle filled day, you know, going off of what Marie said that that's what he was into. So I went, I ran, yeah. I ran with it, mm-hmm. ran with it with scrap paper too. very nice yeah that's great I mean I'm glad you're not wasting either I just watched this whole John Oliver I don't know if it was the most recent episode but he was talking all about just like all the garbage in the United States and it's a lot and it goes all over the place and there's plastic in the ocean (laughs) so wherever you can use up use it up just use up all the items and that's um I, that's a that's the best we can do, I think. Be a user. Be a user. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then next, I'd like to know. We already um, you already gave so many tips and tricks, um, but we like to sum up our episodes with a tip or trick, something that's um, easily applied to therapy or life. It's low prep. It's something somebody can do right now or tomorrow. Um, do you have any tips or tricks for the listeners? Um, I love always recommending the owl approach, uh, the observe, wait, and listen, because that is so applicable to life. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, you know, I've definitely had to do a lot of that recently at work. Um, just, you know, even virtual therapy, when I was working a lot more with the parents and listening to them and talking about what's functional in the home versus what was happening at school before our shutdown. Um, but now the kids are transitioning back and I'm, you know, bringing them into the speech room for the first time, some of them for the first time ever, and some of them for the first time in a year. And just going back to that basic with every session, whether they're a four-year-old getting ready for kinder or, you know, a fresh three-year-old that, you know, just started in our program. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to give them time. I'm going to observe them um, and see what they like and get to know them in this new setting because it is a new setting. They're not at home anymore. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to wait and give them time to know I'm there. I'm listening, but I'm not going to, you know, over prompt, um, you know, and, and ask them all kinds of questions. Right. Um, and then don't worry about filling that dead air. Just no. let it be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a common fear, uh, at least among some of my colleagues and I were, you know, we're just nervous, like an administrator might walk through our room and we're just, there's dead air, you know, like we're supposed to be talking all the time, which there's nothing wrong with narrating things as you go about, you know, the routines of the day, but sometimes you are purposefully waiting and, you know, it's, um, it's just, and I, I do that with other people I communicate with, you know, on a daily basis. Um, and then I think that's a good tip. Observe, wait, and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you, you listen and my favorite part about the listening is like really trying to interpret all communication attempts, not, you know, not requiring speaking um, or, you know, not requiring signing or pointing to a picture. It's just, you're listening and you're then interpreting um, to facilitate that communication. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause it's like, you're just, once again, removing that pressure and expectation of just like always performing. And I feel like that's why, Um, a lot of SLPs are super wound up because it's like, I always have to be doing X, Y, and Z. And I always have like A, B, and C on my mind. And then I've not done Q, R, and S yet. (laughs) So, um, just, you know, observing, waiting, and listening. I love that. I'm not even going to give a tip or trick because that (laughs) is good. I want to end on that. (laughs) (laughs) Maria, do you have any tips or tricks you wanted to share? I really like that. You know, when yeah. you said the OWL owls, owl, I was like the assessment. Okay. But <laughs> no, no, I know <laughs> not the assessment. So we're focusing on observing, waiting and listening. So I like that. And what you were saying, Marie, I'll, I'll piggyback off of your tip. Sometimes we're like Deb mentioned, we're on the road. We're just trying to always get our data and do everything. But a lot of times communication happens when you're like just observing and seeing what they're doing. And you might notice something you've never noticed before because you're yeah. just like focusing on because you're yeah, always intervening. Right. Yeah. 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 What, what do they play with or how do they play without you like controlling the cars? I'm just going to go off the car example. Right. Do they do they play appropriately or do you see that they've learned they're learning to play appropriately? Right. Like, oh, they didn't do that before. Mm-hmm. You write that for your data. There you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we like to end each episode with a quote or a mantra, just something that you um, might tell yourself or that you have on your mind that gets you through life or your day. Do you have any quotes for us? Um, my biggest one that's probably I've, you know, carried with me through the last almost five years now is the best possible thing is always happening to me. In this, in this last year, that has been my saving grace of a quote. Um, so just, you know, just kind of understanding things change and you don't control it all the time, but it's the best possible thing. Cause it helps me stay focused on being present, but also knowing that, okay, you know, even though I don't know what's coming, um, I can be excited about it almost. Yeah. I'm writing that down. The best possible (laughs) thing is always happening to me. Yeah. And it's also accepting what's happening in the moment instead of wanting it to change. Yeah. So I'm going to drink to that one. Yeah. Cheers to that. Thanks so much for joining us. Let the listeners know where they can find you online. Um, I am 
at thanks Morris on Instagram. And then my website is thanksmorris.com. So you can contact me with either in either fashion. Instagram is probably a lot faster for me, but either way, um, I think that's it. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> and her feed is great. She's got a lot of inspirational ideas on there and, and she's great at the reels and TikTok. <laughs> type format <laughs> <Thank> thing. <you. laughs> well done. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs>